Welcome back to a special, <laughs> a special, very special episode of 1980s Now. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, we are very always special. a weekly examination of 1980s pop culture and its continued relevance today. And boy, we've got a guest for you today that is continuing the legacy of a band that began in the 1980s. Yes. And doing it in just like, just a, I don't want to say over the top, but just like, he's outdone <laughs> anybody in the world. He's still, he's still going through the top yeah. <laughs> with his... His passion. Yeah. Uh, and, I guess it probably includes one of these. Yeah. <laughs> and if you, it, we're going to speak to a gentleman who has the largest collection of memorabilia of Duran Duran uh, uh, merchandise. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But before that, Kat, I'm wondering, do you remember the first bit of Duran Duran anything you owned? Hmm. I know you've got a lot of stuff still, but. Mm-hmm. You know, it's either the Rio vinyl album. Okay. Or. A poster. I'm thinking I probably got the album first, <clears throat> and um, and of course the the sleeve, you know, or, or the album cover would right. <laughs> serve as a, a nice visual. And very soon after that, I'm sure I acquired posters and pins too. I have actually still got pins too. You've you got know, a lot. You got so many things from your youth that have so to do with off. Duran Duran. Left Not nearly over. as much as I used to, okay. but here's a here's a real. Oh, pin. very cool. Yeah. Right there. Um, so, um, yeah, probably an album. I would say that. Would it's interesting to me that you say the poster cause it's visual and the album had pictures yes. that like the thing you're describing is not how the music hooked you in, which I'm sure you heard the music and then you were interested, I think, or maybe you saw them in a video and you're like those, I well, like the look of those guys. Yes. That was my, my introduction to Duran Duran was, yeah. I remember hungry like the wolf especially okay. and Rio. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was, that was my hook into, Hey, who are they? And then I, I'm very sure it must've been the Rio album that right. I acquired soon after that. Yeah. Very good. And so, and then it was when you started listening to their music. Uh huh. So I uh-huh. wonder if your love of the music was because you were like, you're already, I don't know, like you're a young person. So I don't know that you were, you know, what your feelings were necessarily romantic, but even mm-hmm. young as a young person, you know, obviously mm-hmm. you start feeling attracted to certain looks oh, of yes. people. Yes. Uh, love of music again was then sort of informed by the fact that you had already sort of fallen in love with them visually. Visual. Oh yeah. Like so if the music sucked, you would have loved it. People like, why is she <laughs> like this? It's garbage, but. <laughs> exactly. It was hand in hand. Of yeah. course, MTV ha- did that, you know, it mushed both, um, yeah. both components, the visual and the, and the, uh, audio. Audio. Is that a word? Audio. Oral. Audio. <laughs> <laughs> you combine audio and oral. A-U-R-A-L. <laughs> Audio. Yes, there you go. That's what we will do. Audio. Yes. <laughs> so definitely hand in hand. Um, yeah. Yeah. I can't really separate out my um, falling in love <laughs> with them and Simon Le Bon, especially uh, from hearing them. Yeah. Mm, in my ears and cool. my Walkman. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. So uh, look, we're going to bring, let's bring out our guest and okay. let's let everybody know that, you know, look, he's yes. an expert, like I said, on Duran Duran memorabilia, in particular posters. He's actually published a book that yes. track the history of Duran Duran posters. You've received from a friend mm-hmm. three posters, never opened vintage posters of Duran Duran from some, mm-hmm. I think the 1980s, around that time. Yeah, I think they must be, yeah. So yeah. we're yeah. going to have you wait yeah. to open them for him and okay. have him tell mm-hmm. us what you got. Maybe you're sitting <laughs> on a mint. Would you ever sell them if they were worth a lot of money? Oh dear. It'd have to be a um, lot of money probably. Like a life-changing really... amount of money. Exactly, yeah. Then, I mean, that'd be dumb to be like, no, I'm keeping the poster. I like having a mortgage and car payments or whatever. Exactly. <laughs> all right. See, I would, yeah. I'd buy myself a new car so I could yeah. just go drive to all the concerts. All the concerts. But 
most importantly, go visit yeah. our guests' uh, archive. I would, well, of I'd course, yes, go on a road trip there. Right. Yeah. yeah, speaking of that, yeah. okay, so let's bring him out. So, our guest today is a legend among mm-hmm. Duranis, like a uh, cat. You don't know who Durani is? It's the, you know, it's a zealous fan. You know who Cat is. She's a, a zealous <laughs> fan of the band Duran Duran. I'm a uh, Durani. And for the last yep. 30 years, our guest has amassed the world's largest collection of the band's memorabilia. The unique archive includes 14,000 magazine articles, nearly 3,000 photographs, and what Nick Rhodes, that Nick Rhodes, describes as, quote, the largest known collection of Duran Duran posters in the world. But our guest is more than just his vintage parts. With the publication of his books and fan outreach, our guest has built more than a tribute to his favorite band. Mm-hmm. He's built a community. Uh, you yes. can visit Durandy.com. That's D-U-R-A-N-D-Y.com for more information. Please welcome to the show, Durandy. Hello, Will and Kat. Woo-hoo! It's so oh wonderful goodness. to be here. Oh, I'm so happy huh. to see you. <laughs> I feel so, huh. Like you I'm not so... capable of the amount of joy you're capable. Like not even a fraction. <laughs> I mean, this I'm excited right now. Let, let's see what about the variables. I yeah. have you and Kat okay. here, and I get to dish on Duran. I mean, yeah. hello. Okay. Life is pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Hey. I'm I'm expecting you and I to stay on here much longer than Will oh. is gonna be able to hang out. I'm for. gonna go now. <laughs> no, yeah. um, no, 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 no. <laughs> So we're so excited to talk to you. Thanks for talking to us today because look, not, look we want to talk to you about your, your history and how you came to amass this uh, amazing collection of Duran Duran memorabilia. But as just as it happens, Kat recently received a package with two unopened 1980s vintage Duran Duran posters. She doesn't know what's in the package. I don't know what they are. From some good friends of hers. And we, we said, let's, if we can get Duran Durandy on the show, we can open the posters. She could tell us what she's got. Yes. <laughs> This is like Duranica. Oh my God! This is forget Christmas, forget Hanukkah. This is this is it. It starts early for you, Kat. So, uh, our, our, I think Kat's love of Duran Duran is well chronicled on our show, uh, from her earliest <laughs> memories of Duran Duran to her recent two concerts in just the last uh, this summer. Um, mm-hmm. What is your earliest memory of Duran Duran? What what yeah? What got you hooked? Yeah. Oh God! I, you know, I love telling this story every time because every single time, m- more details just filter into my brain, mm-hmm. and it just it just refreshes and re- re-energizes the whole memory. Oh. Uh, I heard the reflex, and oh, it just yes. completely blew my mind. It yes. just opened up my imagination. I'd never heard anything like it. Uh, Simon's soaring lyrics, Nick's keyboard riffs. It was yeah. just like magic i oh my god and the double d yes exactly <laughs> everything about the album from the cover to the logo to the visual signature the the yes. songs the whole album yeah. and it plays like an adventure that it just takes you on yes. and I mean, this is a band that just oozed charisma and mystery i mean the way they looked on the album cover was mm-hmm. just like pure poetry i wanted mm-hmm. to know more mm-hmm. didn't want to know too much you know it's like <laughs> oh my god it's just fantastic and then of course you add the sprinkling of video magnificence on top mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. completely captured me captivated me for the past what four decades now oh. uh Suppose I'd say three decades. I was, you know, got into them a little late, but oh, uh, that's okay. <laughs> it was just it's beautiful. They have mastered this perfect recipe of mm-hmm. sound and vision, mm-hmm. and they just keep on reinventing themselves. And mm-hmm. this year has just oh, right. I'm yeah. so proud of them. They're just phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. 
So yeah, it was really just, and, and I'm visual by nature. So, I mean, I love the music, but the way they presented themselves, every photo session, the band members put out their own personality, I mean, the way they dress, the way they carry themselves. I mean, Nick was the one that was, you know, intellectual and then Roger needed two hands for his. And then Simon uh, <laughs> was just, they had the rock star swagger. Roger was the quiet one. I mean, it was just, Beautiful, and of course, John lorded over everything as the bass god, right? You're just like <laughs> those cheekbones, you know. So yeah, it was just—it was amazing. I it noticed. Was I noticed there's no mention of Andy in that list. Yeah. Oh, poor Andy. You, where would they be without Andy? Andy. Right. Can, Andy provided the rocks, the real rock mm-hmm. edge, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, just without mm-hmm. his guitars, I mean, it wouldn't have been so absolutely and put Andy in there. He was the third Taylor. Yes, yes. <laughs> he was. Now, <laughs> now the, the the reflex you fell in love with was we're talking about the radio Niles, Niles Rogers version or the seven yeah. in the rag. Okay, of course. I can only imagine yes. oh, it has yeah. to be the remix. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the album version is great, but then mm. I mean, Niall just completely elevated everything to stratospheric levels. I mean, he, mm. that's what he does. He is the, oh, so, um, I, you know, he's an elevator and I want to ride that elevator to the heavens. <laughs> oh my God. He's just amazing. Not, oh, yeah, miles of Niall, never enough. Yes. <laughs> so look, between let's hearing them for the first time. And now again, having thousands of, thousands of items of memorabilia mm-hmm. is a journey. What was your first one or two things that yeah. took, took you down this path of, uh, you know, owning this collection? Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, I remember going to the record, uh, the, the record store, the, um, well, the record store, like tower records, they had the imports and all that, mm-hmm. but it was, it was the magazines first. They had the centerfolds. They had the fold out posters, mm-hmm. something about those fold out posters. It wasn't mm-hmm. just opening it, like two pages, it mm-hmm. kept on unfolding. <laughs> and there was this element of like being suddenly getting bigger than life. I mean, here you have these, just these captivating icons in front of you. Uh-huh. And the, each photo session was a little bit different. I mean, it wasn't just like, oh yeah, you know, I've seen that before. It's like, mm-hmm. no, Nick has turned a little to the right. Oh, John's <laughs> lips left. They're pursing their lips in this one. They're smiling. I mean, so it was just this real, it was a, it was a soup of spectacularity that I just drank in. And, you know, yeah, I, I adorned my walls with Duran Shway, right? You know, mm-hmm. every inch was covered. So uh-huh. all of this started contributing to really drawing me in to mm-hmm. the visual gravity of this band. Mm-hmm. And then it started to be, on, it wasn't just uh, personality posters, as I call them, uh, from magazines. It was promotional posters. And those, okay. this, the posters have a way of representing memories in a way that records can't. Mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. everybody knows where they were when, you know, the Rio album came out or when, you know, they heard Hunger Like the Wolf. Mm-hmm. But when you know where you were when at a show and you see the poster for it, uh-huh. it translates mm-hmm. across cultures, across language barriers. Mm-hmm. It is just, so those posters really just possessed me. And so, you know, as soon as oh. you have one pro- um, promotional poster for a show, I mean, mm-hmm. they did a lot of touring, they still mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. So then I start, started to see this whole timeline. I'm in, I'm a completist in my, in my uh, approach to this. Uh-huh. So then it's like, okay, let's start filling stuff in. And, you know, you had all the posters from the Canadian shows and then the Australian. I mean, it really started painting a bigger picture oh, wow. of the life of an icon. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, everybody just, I, I love this. I mean, I, I met people from all across the world and everyone, you know, when the band went to uh, Germany or Italy and it's just like, Oh yeah, I didn't realize there was a poster for that. Oh my God, I was there. And mm. then you know, uh, friendships are forged mm-hmm. under the flag of, of Duran fever. You're so um, expressive. I love it. <laughs> this is a little picture of your collection here, you know, from, uh, I think this is from four to five magazine. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. Yes. And you mentioned your bedroom. And it, as soon as I saw this, it reminded me of this thing that, that Kat shared with us here. This is Kat's bedroom in the 1980s. Oh, my God. Oh, Kat, I am hugging you so hard right now. Oh, my God. I feel it. <laughs> you, you score Major Durani's street cred on so many levels. Number one, you actually attempted the nearly impossible putting mm-hmm. the posters on the ceiling and having them stay there without, like, <laughs> right. you know, the, 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 in the middle the, of the, the night. Spot. Night and yeah, okay. But then there's also this huge time tested question. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna put a poster on a ceiling, mm-hmm. do you want it facing you when you walk into the room mm. or when you lay down at night? These oh. are really difficult <laughs> questions, right? Yes. Is this like yes. which way does the toilet paper go over the front or the back? What's <laughs> the right answer? There's gotta yes, be a right answer. <laughs> well, Kat seems to have just absolutely perfected it. That's yeah. wonderful. Oh, I wanted to look at that for hours. Fantastic. Oh, I'll send you a copy. <laughs> yes, definitely. Definitely. So the oldest bits of memorabilia you have, ones that you collected in your youth? Uh, yes, it, mm, it started out um, probably in, in late 84. I remember okay. sitting down with a friend of mine and we went over this one poster, mm-hmm. the band, or, or I think, um, I can't remember which show it was, but that they're... Uh, they're posing in, the, in a hallway. There's mm-hmm. stuff on the They're just looking amazing in their stage outfits. Mm-hmm. Just go over the band with me. Like, okay, that's Simon. That's John. Is that Andy? No, that's Nick. I mean, <laughs> I remember that. It was like, oh my God. And it was just, you can see it. Like I was, my whole operating system was being formed at that point. Wow. Uh, yeah. And as the years have gone on, uh, I've kind of really learned more about archival curation. I had a poster mm. doctor uh, for years. He was just a wonderful man uh, called named Danny Stewart. Mm-hmm. He had a background in museum curation and, wow. and restoration. And he mounted yeah. my huge subway posters on the linen. And he helped Ooh. kind of he helped evolve mm-hmm. my path with all this. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, uh, and I met him around the time of my first exhibition that was mm-hmm. in 2001. Okay. And I think that was about the time when my mother realized, okay, this isn't just stuff that's going under the bed. Right. There's something bigger happening. It wasn't until then. Where were you hiding it when you were younger? <laughs> I know. Oh, I was so, I was just, I, I hate the word obsessed, but I probably was obsessed. <laughs> like making sure the books were standing upright and what's yeah. the temperature of the temperature of the room. Wow. These are all red flags, Will. Okay. <laughs> Somebody should have taken note. Yes. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah. Mm. And so it started to build. And then when I actually got a space mm-hmm. and I started moving up in size, like over and over with my storage space, mm-hmm. uh, I started inviting people over and mm-hmm. that's, when I started to realize, okay, there's something taking place that's bigger than me, bigger mm-hmm. than the band. It was really amazingly mm-hmm. special wow. transformation of fans mm-hmm. when they enter my archive and I just see them relax and regress mm-hmm. and go back to that young teenager when there wasn't any judgment, when there wasn't anyone who wasn't understanding. I mean, it was, it's really beautiful. They see mm-hmm. things they used to have. They see things they've never seen uh-huh. and we go through it together. And it's, Oh, it's just one big emotional ride and it can last for hours. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Do you have a question, Kat? 
I I was going to say, I just, I wish I could walk in there right now. <laughs> I, yeah. Actually, if I had a transport, you would be over here now and you <laughs> would be there alone going, what just yes. happened? <laughs> We've been abducted. <laughs> uh, and it is, this collection is open to folks, right? People can arrange, if they go to Durandy.com, they can arrange to come see it. Absolutely. Write me directly. And as long as they have it, if they have a time and, a, a, you know, if they, there are people that are starting to travel to see the band, wow. to see, to see the archive. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it, it's, it's really, really special because, you know, I, I let them know when that happens, when people actually want to come and spend time for, you know, budget time for some time travel, mm-hmm. I drop everything and make that a priority. There is Aww. very little that's just as important mm-hmm. because it's just an immersive experience. I mean, one of the mm-hmm. first things I do is I sit them down in front of my iPhone and record their favorite Duran concert memory. Mm-hmm. I have this, this, this mm-hmm. collection of testimonials mm-hmm. that is so sweet. I'll have mothers in there with their children mm-hmm. talking about sharing their first Duran experience together. Mm-hmm. I'll hear like all this visceral emotion come out and um, Dev, Dev, there's not there's tears not just on for them mm-hmm. i mean i listen to this i'm like Ugh. because the way i see it is that fans every fan has a story mm-hmm. but nobody's asking them and so i feel like i'm i, I want to take that on with just Ugh, just like everything i have and it's kind of carved out a bit of a reputation for me which i'm very <laughs> have but yeah. i really try to make it about the fans i mean this is mm-hmm. uh, anyway. it, occur, it occurs to me you heard the reflex in 1984 which you could easily have heard when doves cry or what love got to do with it say 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 <laughs> jump yeah. that's oh, right no I'm vaguely aware that there are bands besides duran Duran. Okay. <laughs> yes that's right so, you know, in this, uh, I point out this one That's piece amazing. in 425 Magazine. I think I'm saying that, right? It's always the area code, right? 425 yes. Magazine. A lot of great pictures of you, a great piece. There's so many great articles about Durandi. You should check them out. But um, yeah. just to give some <laughs> idea of the, some of this collection here, some of the what seems to me is more, I don't know, how, how do you get your hands on what appears to be a gold or platinum record here? That that record was actually presented to, uh, I think it was Michael, M- Paul or Michael Barrow, I can't remember which one, uh, one of the managers of mm-hmm. the very first club where Duran were the house band. Uh, they used the, the uh, club to rehearse their fresh material, a very short set, if you can believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so, she, yeah, I'm posing with Sharon Rackham King in Oregon. She's a terrific fan. She came up for this. Uh-huh. Uh, so... Um, it, it takes a lot of sleuthing, a lot of networking. I mean, I've been, I've been very, very blessed to be able to build this network of fans who really mm-hmm. keep me in mind when the band go on tour. Uh, this particular item, I usually don't go after something that uh, is like a, a platinum record just because there's the authenticity is always in question. Okay. I must know exactly that this is the real thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was something that I um, I was able to purchase. Mm-hmm. It's it's beautiful and it just shows off. It shows off the etching around the perimeter of the Ooh. inner label. I'm not a record guy, so I probably am mm. going to be missing out on all the lingo and all my fans <laughs> who collect records and be like, Andy, come on. Oh, what, what, what are you thinking? <laughs> but um, yeah, it was, it's an amazing piece of memorabilia um, so cool. from the very beginning. And, and most of, awesome. you point out you don't collect records and that sort of thing because most of, I think it says on your website, most of your paraphernalia is is paper-based. You're talking magazines, yes. posters, uh, mm-hmm. and the like. Um, yes, so again, oh, of course, uh, just f- before we talk about, I guess, some of those posters again, here's another interesting thing. Did you know about this cat? <laughs> Power station, some like it hot. Oh, no way. This what is insane. Those, 
I gotta yeah, get me of, some of that. <laughs> <laughs> one of the most unique and slightly repulsive things that I've ever laid my eyes on. Yeah. Um, it is you know, <laughs> on the back. It has uh, all the the song the track listings oh. for the album, <laughs> and uh, wow. it is you know you never really hope to encounter hot sauce from 1985 yes. and, and suddenly introduced to what that does over time. I suppose it probably just needs to be shaken up. But who yes, wants to it looks a little separated there. Yeah, right. Oh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> but it is very cool. It was an pr- actual promotional item. Oh my uh, god! And I have that under lock and key, and I well, bring it out, bring it out for you guys. Yeah. I think if you go to uh, any Taco <laughs> Bell, you could have hot sauce from 1985 still today. It's probably what they're serving. Well, this was a nice conversation. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Well, uh, all right. One one more curiosity, and then we can talk. Let's talk about some other things. The Duran Duran condom. Yes. Wait, I should have had what? Kat guess at what this is. But <laughs> I was going to say, that's a 45 a cover, isn't it? What? No. <laughs> it's still in its wrapper. I don't know why I, knew, I need to add that, but just let everybody well, know. Uh, yeah. Look, I, that was the first thought I had when I first, it was like, but were like, they giving these out at a concert? This was, uh, this was included in the official merchandise sold on the 1993 tour. Oh my. Uh, yeah. Wow. I mean, wow. there's, they left no stone unturned as it yeah. were. Uh-huh. Uh, but, um, yeah, I mean, there's, there've been a huge broad spectrum of really cool memorabilia. Uh, some of the weirdest, craziest things there was a the six foot, uh, flag that was, it was one of seven that was displayed in the front of an HMV store, uh, uh-huh. a, shop in in the uk this was to promote notorious it's oh, huge God. red and black i mean just star stripes mm-hmm. the, the sign is absolutely beautiful uh-huh. and i think over time uh one I, I believe was reported as being used as a dishcloth in an emi break room oh. uh, i think nick has one or two of them mm-hmm. so i was really fortunate in, in uh, being able to acquire two of them they're just amazing striking wow. pieces they just hang and they're just like majestic and you just want to <laughs> install a throne right between them right it's like oh <laughs> beautiful uh there's uh 3d glasses there's a hospital mask sold on one of the tours i mean it's really crazy that there's there's oh binoculars from japan and it actually says in little writing do not look at the sun as if we need a reminder <laughs> it's, it's, oh it's crazy stuff there's uh casino chips from Vegas. Um, just, I have a blackjack table cover. Yeah. I mean, it's just, if you had a blackjack table from Vegas, it probably would cover it. I have known nothing about gambling. So, and I thought I was cool. Cause I have a bumper sticker, an unused bumper sticker. Oh, oh that's nice. one of my favorites. It has the double G. You totally should be. You are awesome. Okay. <laughs> let, let, let's not, there's no doubt cat. Come on. That's fantastic. Thank you. It's bumper one of the stickers. few things that I have yes. left. <laughs> one of the bumper stickers are one of those things, you know, it's always that quandary, like, okay, so if mm. I get something, I need to get a second copy because mm. you yep. can't yep. use it. You exactly. only have one. No. Okay. <laughs> and when I got this, I didn't have a car. I was too young to drive, I, but I had to have it. <laughs> it's, it. Having a car or something to use it, that's totally beside the point. Exactly. Okay? Yeah. It's all about possession. Yeah, yeah. Back then, if you put it on there, you weren't getting it off. Not in the same no. condition. It was just staying on it forever. No. So is there a holy grail for you? Is there something you know exists out there that you haven't been able to get oh. your hands on yet? 
Ooh. I, I have a want list that absolutely haunts my waking hours. Oh. Okay. Oh, no. I, yeah. <laughs> a lot of it has to do with uh, posters from the band's earliest days. Okay. There's a, uh, there were about three versions of a very a narrow triangular poster that was pasted all over Birmingham oh. when they were playing the clubs, the new romantic clubs. Mm-hmm. I have one of them, but uh, anyway. Ooh. So one of the things that is I don't think I'll ever find, but uh, in the band's 84 classic uh, tour documentary, Cat mm-hmm. You probably have seen single silver yes oh yeah i mean it's it's our rocky horror right we know every line we we throw toast at the screen oh i know so there's a scene in there where the band are um, putting on a press conference Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh at the coca-cola headquarters Uh because they sponsored the 84 tour Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. uh, the ceo or the head whoever the head honcho is getting up there and addressing a small uh, contingent of reporters and mm-hmm. John Taylor gets up there at one point. Well, behind them on the stage is a series of posters. Mm-hmm. Oh, they have the Coca-Cola logo. It says presents Duran Duran on tour. Uh-huh. Oh, 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 oh my God. Yeah. So I don't where know. Where are they now? Yeah. <laughs> Is Coca-Cola able to help you? Maybe. Maybe there's a Coca-Cola archivist. (laughs) I've tried to make some forays into the Coca-Cola collecting community. And it's just nobody knows. Nobody either responds or no. Yeah, it's just so crazy obscure. Um, Yeah, there's there's plenty of stuff out there that... um, you I know actually, it exists and you want to be able to, yes. <laughs> there's, there's an urban legend about an MTV broadcast that one of the VJs was leaning up against the table and on the table behind him mm-hmm. was a Boy George doll and Duran Duran dolls. Oh. I've, Japan. I've never seen them. Mm. I've just heard about that. There's the Duran lunchbox. A few people actually have it. Um, when I first learned it wasn't the die cast metal kind, it was just plastic. I'm oh. like, seriously? Right. Really? <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, I just said the other day, my, my lunchbox was a plastic Scooby-Doo lunchbox. I liked it. Plastic. So, hey, maybe we should, look, Kat, we've established Durand, Durandy's credentials, certainly. Yes. I mean, <laughs> Hugely. Let's see what you got. We know he's a poster expert. Can we see what you've got there? Oh, my there? gosh. I'm yes. so curious. I just, I need to say, okay, here's the box. Here's yes. the box. We need to thank Brian and Sam yep. Platt for... Sending this to me. Thank Brian and Sam for it. Looks like they sent it in a good strong box. Way yes, to go! Did. You're always ahead of the game. So, Kat, <laughs> what's the story that they've had? They've had these since the '80s, or, or uh, as as know? I understand it, yeah. yeah. So, so Sam was the fan, yeah, in the '80s. And oh dear, I thought I, <laughs> I thought I opened this up pretty well for myself. Um, and I I don't know. Actually, I, I need to find out a little bit more. Oh, there are. An, oh, there's three in here. Oh, okay. three. Okay. There's three. All right, one at a time. One at a time. One at a time. They're all time. in plastic. Oh, Here we go. All right. I already recognize two of them. Okay. <laughs> all right. Now I can only assume they've never been opened, or someone was really clever about getting that them is, back in the tube. That is huge. Oh yeah. Maybe, maybe Durandy will tell you not to open them at all. Just now. <laughs> I'm opening these. You do want to get posters eventually away from plastic or uh, cardboard. They are full of acids. Oh, Oh my goodness. Okay. So presumably they've been in this for 30 or 40 years. Uh, rappers. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh my God! From, oh, from Notorious, yeah. No, no. As you handle it, okay. This is okay, just the yes. archivist to me. Okay. Yeah, you get your fingers right. all over that cat. 
be very careful with the edges because it can form little points and the paper okay. is very organic and it remembers little creases and stuff. Okay. But you're doing great. That is one of my favorite photos. Oh my God. By Matthew. Um, oh, Matthew. What's you something? You know who did this? Yes. The, um, very famous fashion photographer. Wow. I can't remember his last name. I'm blanking because I'm so overwhelmed with this whole experience. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> just beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Oh my gosh. Simon's my favorite. So I was happy to see him first there. Good choice. Yeah. Good choice. Oh, wait, there's a little thing at the bottom. Should I? Yes. Matthew Rolston. Rolston, yes. Oh, right. I feel like we're doing an antiques rope joke now. Uh, what do you think? What's this worth? Uh, What's this worth? Five dollars? Four dollars? A million. Well, the smiles on Cat's face are priceless. Yes. So, you know, okay, there you go. That in the price. <laughs> Ding. Oh, wait. Oh, I got to find the end that's open here. All right. Here comes number two. Oh, you know what this is already? <laughs> you. Eat from a, from a what like a two inch strip? Yes! Oh my god! Okay. Dean Chamberlain's light painting. You you will recognize it wherever you are. Right. I mean, it's just amazing. Our, oh my yeah. For those I, of you I, just I, listening, I, go to our I, Facebook I, or YouTube, and you can check out this video. You got to see this here, and you can oh, see oh, part oh. of Andy's collection. Oh yeah! Do, 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 oh. Do. Gorgeous! This is so. Um, oh my oh, god! Oh wow! Arcadia, right? Okay, Arcadia, that whole yeah. era was so full of the most exquisite photography. Oh my gosh! It's really worth looking into how light painting is right, done. It is painting. just a fascinating process, yep. very time consuming. Oh my God, Kat, you have a gem on your hands. <laughs> that one goes right above your bed. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm just so I need to have a little chat them. with my husband about uh, <laughs> these posters. <laughs> and one of the things, I don't know if you're aware of this, on that post, you'll see like random numbers that seem to yes. be like, you know, those, that's actually a code. Uh, are you aware of it? Oh, there was yeah. an actual code and it came with a key that was printed in Star Hits magazine. Yes. Okay. Those pertain to letters and it spells out the band members' last names and oh. initials. I haven't quite put it, I, like never actually applied it to the posters, but okay. yeah, it was a fascinating little uh, compliment, oh, uh, um, a, a little addition oh. to the marketing campaign. So that yeah. It's little- so cool. I, I have to confess something. Okay. I'm going to open yes, the third yes. one here. And while I'm talking, I mean, obviously, and I, I have more evidence to show that I was was a diehard Duran Duran fan, you know, back, you know, in the early days. Yeah. But, you know, as time wore on, I was checking out other things and then I became a, a mother and then that was all consuming. And all, all I was listening to was Metallica like Metallica and uh, <laughs> yeah. a lot of metal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, I just sort of. You know, I wasn't as in tune, shall we say. So I feel like a prodigal daughter in a lot of ways, but mm-hmm. I, I'm back full force. Uh, <laughs> you know, the Duranian lifestyle never leaves you. Okay, oh. you, a mother, there's nothing more important than that. So, compl- I mean, come on. That's just, you You had your priorities in the right place. I, I did. You are a Duranian in the marrow. Okay, this is dyed in the wool, card carrying. <laughs> You've never renounced your, your flag. So, oh, never. Worry about never. It. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Thank you. Durani yes. Marrow. I love that. And ah. my, I'm proud to say my children knew Hungry Like the Wolf and Rio. Those are those my ringtone on my first cell phone. And, you know. <laughs> You're raising them right. Ah, way to go. You get Oops. We're upside down. Other points. <gasps> Can you tell what this is before I open I, it? Oh, yes. Oh, <laughs> the, the military outfit. Oh, my God. 
Oh, Anti there is Andy. Military outfit. Oh my god. Oh, this is there an old go. one. Dude. Check it out. Oh my Fantastic. God. That is one of the most iconic shots. I mean, uh, it is it's fantastic. And you know what's really interesting? Have you guys seen the movie Ready Player One? <laughs> Chad, are you rubbing it on the microphone? <laughs> yes, Can you stop doing that, please? I'm so sorry. I have to get to John. Sounds like we're in a there wind tunnel here. I have to get to John is a phrase that I have heard timeless. <laughs> I mean, that is just ec just expressed by every Durani. She's usually trying doctor. to get to Simon. <laughs> John's a gate. John's a gateway drug. Oh, and then you move to Simon, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing I, oh, I pretty much went straight to Simon so. <laughs> that's, that's good the, the woman knows what she wants No, in, in Ready Player One there's, it's peppered with Duran references but there's a scene where he tries on all these virtual outfits mm -hmm. and one of them is that outfit oh that, wow the, okay. the blue outfit that Nick is wearing that Nick is wearing that, Very okay. yeah, you should look for that next time you yes. see the movie. oh my gosh I need to watch that again I only saw it once I'm going yeah, to rewatch with fresh eyes Yeah. <laughs> so you said Sam had a question for Durandy Oh, yes. So uh, Sam, the, the gifter of these posters to me, um, she wants to know, what is your favorite B-side? Oh. Now, I know you said you're more visual, but of course, I'm sure you love the music as well. So, <laughs> you know, this this opens up such a I mean, I, I, oh, my God, that every Durani has their dream set list for a B-side mm. tour, right? Mm. <laughs> oh, my God. Secret October probably is. Yes. I mean, it, that is something that just echoes from the rafters and and i just like levitate when i hear that it is just amazing wow. yes beautiful so yeah. i have mm -hmm. i probably would say uh secret mm -hmm. october oh. thumbs up i have to agree completely yes. and also because that is wait let me just confirm my suspicion here isn't that oh no new religions on the other side i'm trying to think mm. of what 45 had that um because I know I had it. <laughs> yeah, that, that's seven inch. Doesn't that, that's the one that folds out to a poster. Oh, yes. And Will sent this to me. Okay. So in that picture that he showed of my bedroom, yes. I, I had this when in 1984 or whenever it was. And, um, but the poster is long gone. All of my posters from when I was a kid are gone due to leaky roofs and hurricanes and things like that. So Will sent me this. Will in the winter, yes, this past winter. <laughs> Duran may be the international timeless icons, but you are just as much a rock star. Oh my god, way to go, dude! Fantastic, it was an amazing present. An amazing oh my present. god, can we see? Can, can you unfold the poster real quick? Because oh, it has, absolutely. I mean, it just they deserve recognition. These, oh, yes. oh, this yes. Rebecca Blake's photo session for the Ragged Tiger whole the, the whole marketing campaign. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, it is ever. Everything. No, it, it pulls out again. Yes. So yeah. there's the oh, first part. Oh, wait. I want to be careful oh, here. The, Nick right. Rhodes has never, I mean, it's just, <laughs> oh my God. It's the, the English language doesn't have words big enough. <gasps> oh my God. Yes, look at that. That is just. It was everywhere on every Durani's wall in yes. their minds. Well, the or ceiling. Ceiling. Oh. Yes. Yes. <laughs> this yes. was on my ceiling. Yes. You're right. You're right. And how many of them had kiss marks? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. uh, <laughs> well, maybe this guy up here. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. Thank Thanks. you for that. What a view to a thrill. <laughs> so, a view to a thrill. Yay. Look, I, I'm, 
Cat is a huge fan of Duran Duran. She doesn't have, you know, thousands and tens of thousands of bits of mem- pages of memorabilia. But <laughs> unlike you, she never had a chance to actually meet the band. Yeah. How is it that you actually, we've seen videos online of you being backstage in some... How? <laughs> I have been insanely blessed with experiences. Oh. Um, and a lot of them, almost all of them, revolve mm-hmm. around me uh, wanting to present my books to the mm-hmm. band. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's uh, the music between us that actually, was, yeah, well, we'll start back going backward. Uh, the first one was... Can we do this? Yeah, yeah. there you go. Oh, there it is. Um, the music between us basically linked rare concert ads with memories uh, from fans who attended the shows. Yeah. And uh, then there's the, uh, the the first edition of Beautiful Colors, mm-hmm. which charts the band's entire career through uh, rare posters wow. uh, from my archive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It goes right up from the very beginning, New Romantic Years, to uh, through Paper Gods. So a lot of my encounters have been like presenting it to the band, and I mean it's just the, their reaction. You know, I think I'm, I think in 2005 I was mm-hmm. presenting a uh, a poster full of images from my archive to the band. Mm-hmm. Uh, just and, and I had John and Nick just pouring over this, pointing out images they'd never seen. Um, it was an incredible form, uh, incredible experience. They actually, yeah, poor, poor John or poor Nick, poor, uh, poor, poor fans. They would, Nick was pulled away from a fan to go, like, to go look at the poster. And then the entire band at one point was just lo- looking at this. So this is, wow. you know, I, I never expect this. I mean, I never set out for it. It's I've been mm-hmm. really, really fortunate. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of fans who actually they see so many shows and they wind up at these really exclusive events, like when mm-hmm. they played the Aster uh, recently and at the rooftop show. I mean, it's yeah. just it's an amazing, humbling, uh, life changing experience to, to meet them. Mm, um, no doubt. So. I feel there's no real secret. I've been really, really fortunate. Mm-hmm. Um, I've carved out uh, this, this, yeah, I guess, this. Um, reputation for myself where the band trust me mm-hmm. with their reputation. So that's been a huge part of it. It's been a huge humbling uh, experience. And they know that um, in my hands, yeah. you know, I'll try to represent them with you know, respect, uh, except when I completely fangirl out. Over, you know, <laughs> I was just going to say, and with enthusiasm. I know. Yes. I, know. <laughs> I, I, I keep on promising the band's manager that I will try to breathe between my answers. Let the hosts <laughs> actually speak a little bit. I uh, try to pace myself. It's hard. I mean, it's Duran Duran. But anyway, I'm trying. Can I just tell you, I had a dream one time, like an actual dream. Like I was asleep that I was able to, or I was trying to show Simon this picture that I drew of him from back in the 80s. It's that is so well done. Look at that. That's from the 84 calendar, right? Yes. Yes. Oh, God. oh my God. That's from the Francisco Scabula session. Simon is just, oh, it's just gorgeous. It's just, it is everything. It is. I love everything. that you know what this is. Oh and my God. You could see it on my wall. Well, I don't know if you could see it from that little picture, but yeah, the calendar was on my wall or, or maybe that was a different year. I have no idea. But yes, this, it says March. <laughs> Beautiful. Oh my God. And, and just, when that, when you put that calendar up, you just kind of want to speed through the months until you get to March, right? Oh, just, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know it's April, but we're just going back to March. Um, that, very, very good. That was well done. Yeah. Was, that, was that traced? Was it by, by eyesight? What's it? Yeah, I just sort of did, you know, like I side held it. Side yeah, like a side by side with some colored pencils and but it just sort of yeah shows you how obsessed I was at the time. <laughs> Someone has a talent, Will. We just got to wait for her to finish the other months and then we'll have something we can do something with. 
<laughs> I'm still waiting. Uh, somebody needs to show me that calendar again. I'm sure it's somewhere. Yes. Well, I, will, I will keep you in mind. I do come across <laughs> duplicate memorabilia all the time. People are kindly approaching me uh, with you know, collections that they're ready to get rid of. People's priorities change as they get older. Of course. And, of course. Uh, it's just really, so I try to find homes for these. And so I will definitely keep you in mind. We need to paper your walls again, right? <laughs> hey, if you can find that one of Simon in the blue shirt, it was up, that was right up above me on the ceiling. The blue shirt, the white tie. The white tie. Oh my gosh. From the you Something can... You Should Know video, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh. I feel like Which such I... a third wheel. No. <laughs> you know, Will, I'm actually sensing that would be a great Halloween costume. You know, oh, there you, you go. Know. Oh, yeah. I never even thought about that. Mm-hmm. Asking Jeez. random people if there's something you should know. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Now give me the candy. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Is there something oh, I should know about this candy you're giving me? Razor blades, oh, Tylenol, awesome. or whatever? When I was a child or a teen, I, I think I had tunnel vision about a lot of different things, okay. But I don't recall knowing any males that were into Duran Duran okay. at that time. And I just, I, I feel like, uh, like I'm learning about this whole new world of diehard, <laughs> you know, <laughs> male fans. So can you tell me about that? Because it's like, oh. Wow. <laughs> yes. Well, let me tell you, being a little wild boy teenager, okay, that wild is boy. not the faint of heart. I'm mm. oh, I, going through the hallways of my school with Nick Rhodes' picture and my trapper keeper. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is just, uh, uh-huh. bullying, it was a, a common thread I hear is bullying and teasing. So sure. it was, you know, yeah, all these allegations about like, oh, you know, you must be gay, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So uh-huh. it's really kind of emerging from that ashes and coming coming into a new credibility. Mm-hmm. Now there's so many Duran fans that are there are guys out there. A lot of them collect the records. Uh-huh. Uh, there's Mario and Croatia, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Peter Brinkoff. There's mm-hmm. I mean, all these people all across the world and they all have their uh, little angle, their little niche. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of guys out there. That's so so yeah, cool. It is. It is very cool. Yes. <laughs> uh, but they, it was always funny because, you know, at a Duran show back in the 80s, you see all the Durannies that are girls. Yeah. And of course, wherever the girls are, the guys follow. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, we are here. We're totally loud. What, in, uh, in, in Notorious, they come on, boys, make some noise. You know, it's like yes. uh, girls run rings to wake up and boys make noise. Uh, yeah. I mean, so we are here. We are out here. I love that. Uh, I think I said yeah. this to you, Kat. I think the reason ultimately is, right, is being right. intimidated by these men who are, quote, stealing our women. I mean, you can't compete with these guys. They're talented. They're handsome. I think that's what it is because it can't be the fact that they, the way they dressed or they had style or they wore makeup because there was plenty of rock bands that did that. You know, going back to the New York Dolls and mm-hmm, Sex mm-hmm. Pistols and, you know, had that had style. Mm-hmm. And it can't be that they were all male because, again, there's tons of all male bands. So I think right. the only distinction is, the women are love this guy, and I can't be him, so I'm going to hate on that. Oh, no. Yeah, but you're absolutely right. But the other thing, I mean, the one thing that I love about the band is that they have withstood so many attempts to write them off and put mm-hmm. pin them into a basket and yes. just write those, oh, they wore makeup, whatever. Yeah. The other thing that really spoke to a lot of guys is uh, the, the, the musicianship. I mean, John Taylor is now regarded as one of the most oh. talented bassists. Mm-hmm. Uh, Simon's lyrical uh, skills mm-hmm. are just, uh, just amazing, with oh this, especially yes. with the new album, Future Past. Yes. Oh, oh my gosh. And Nick, you know, his is, I mean, they've always been at the cutting edge of technology. Mm-hmm. Uh, so 
there's so many aspects to the way they make songs, the song, the catchiness, the, the uh, endurance, they the stand the test of time. That speaks to a lot of male sensibilities about yes. music and you know, rock mm. stars. I mean, women too. There's really no mm-hmm. gender uh, assignment. But I mean, back yeah. in the day, yeah, they, they did their own songs. They played their own uh, instruments and uh, they knew what they were doing. Yes. So I mean, they've, that's just, I'm very proud of them. It's and two things on that is I, yeah, I was all about the music. Obviously I was about the visual as well, but I, the hours I spent with my Walkman listening to Rio and the, their first out, like I can't even tell you how many hours I spent li- just listening um, to that and seven and the ragged tiger. But also from what you said, Will, I, I was thinking about that. Cause you've said that before. And I thought you can be thankful. I don't know if I told you this before, but I feel like they played an important role for young adolescent me. And I can't be the only one as far as um, helping me be okay with myself, helping me feel mm. appreciated for, for the gender that I was. Some people might say they were exploitative. No way. Like, no way. The women were mm. always represented as either equal or in control, <laughs> but there was definitely um, just just this broad appreciation yes. for for women, and here I was one of them needing that kind of attention, and and so now I feel like I'm a, I'm better for it, <laughs> you know, for, for having gone through that process. Oh, yeah, Kat, you yeah. absolutely, you totally spelled it out. I mean, I've always, one of the big themes in the recent years with what I do with the archive and everything I do is just recognizing how much courage it takes to be who you are. Mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. one theme that has run throughout Duran's music, yeah. acceptance mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the courage that it takes to, you know, face down adversity. Uh, and, you know, it, it, this, is, this is a band that has just, it, they've struggled. They've, you know, whether it's critical, mm-hmm. um, people trying to put them down or... A constantly changing musical landscape, they have endured and they've stayed true to themselves. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of fans that have grown up around, you know, oppressive variables in their life, but they've always been able to turn to the music. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, you know, a lot of people might try to look at, you know, Rio or uh, other videos that's kind of sexist. I've always mm-hmm. seen them as celebrating femininity. Yes. They yes. are sexy they are there's nothing their sexuality is mm-hmm. is, is beautiful and mm-hmm. pure mm-hmm. uh and mm-hmm. they've really turned things on i mean there, there's a fantastic video uh for girl panic i don't know if you've seen this but they actually employ uh yasmin was uh, they employ um top models mm-hmm. to play roles of the band members mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. video it is fantastic there's little ways that the band really celebrate yeah. uh femininity and yes. uh, it's and it's not you know, it's it, women can be stronger than men. I mean, completely. I mean, just, okay. I don't need to get started, but blah, blah, blah. It's, I, you know, <laughs> they love women in the most beautiful way. I, and I, and I yeah. felt that I felt yeah. even back then, like I, I felt that there, I couldn't have put words on it. There's no way I could have yeah. said, you know, this then, but I felt it and it was, yeah. it just seemed really important. So. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> and, you know, and, and a lot of fans have grown up and just very isolated, you know, growing up. It's like, is there anyone else like me? Is there anyone else? And then suddenly they go to a Duran show and they are among their peeps. That's a whole nother element to this. Oh, well, you can just shut me up, hang up on me at any point. I just I, I do not know how to end. I'm just going to okay, log off. So. 
let you guys exchange <laughs> you phone can, you, numbers. You or can email leave addresses. us. You can leave us. Um, Wait, I didn't show him my last little thing. Here's my folder. Oh okay. my god, the pop folios. Oh, I love those. Those are great. <laughs> those are, and it's in great condition. Well, thank oh, you. She yeah. didn't do any studying. <laughs> she fell down a school. <laughs> It's a little, oh. it's a little dog-eared around the edges, but studying. No, no, no. Will there was studying going on in classrooms? Yeah. What was going on is us practicing how to draw the double D over and over and over. Okay, exactly draw John Taylor's cheekbones, and it just never worked out. But I mean, but, they're not high yeah. enough. Damn it! <laughs> You're in artwork, baby. One of my grocery store covered textbooks was just. All every logo you could think of, Simon all over. Oh my! Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. I used to sit and think of like these these fantasy uh, covers for singles. Like, oh, if they release Secret October as a da da da, what would it look like? I mean, yeah. I used to, like I was supposed to be studying whatever. It's like, oh yeah, well, I'm I'm doing my work. Okay, just <laughs> not on the lesson. Durandy, we are so grateful for the work you've done to keep this band that was born in the 1980s alive in a way that, you know, we hadn't even expected or anticipated would be so important mm -hmm. to the, not only the, you know, the community itself, the Durandys, but the history, maintaining their history of this amazing legendary band. Thanks for your time today. Love you. Love you. Take care. <laughs> hey, we will talk to you again next time on 1980s Now. Until next time. This podcast is part of the 80s Ruled Network. Visit the 80s Ruled on Facebook for more 1980s awesomeness.